With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis. Presented by your hosts, John, Jordan, Dave, and Brian. This week we get big news in the NFL. Yes, the NFL is back and we'll be chatting about that a bit. The Hall of Fame inductees uh, also are going to be on the agenda. Plus Major League Baseball, some NBA news, LeBron's school, and the Big Ten. We'll be hitting that. But first, let's start off with the big news, NFL tonight. Jordan, what do you got on that? we got some... Uh, we got Ravens-Bears yeah. tonight, two and a half point line. This is going to be a really good game. Or at least I'm really excited that the NFL is finally back. <laughs> yeah. I think you're just excited that the NFL is yeah. back. Yeah. I'm not, I'm I don't know how big this game is going to be. Yeah, I'm not too, con- uh, not too um, excited about the quality of the game. But I am excited to see the Ravens and see if Lamar Jackson gets on the field. Or even RG3 gets on the field. Yeah, I think it's going to be all about Lamar Jackson and RG3. I doubt Flacco suits up for this game at all. I don't that would be the smart decision. And the Ravens' choice. Trubisky, sure. I would, though, as a second-year quarterback. You want to see what he's got with his new weapons. But he might not either. What do you guys think? Um, I would think Trubisky probably plays. I would think RG3 plays. Um, but usually they change the team completely at halftime, right? Or, or the quarterback sometimes a couple times. So uh, everyone will get a shot. But I, I, but I would think uh, you are definitely correct. I doubt Flacco will even bother. But they got to get them in at some point, I would imagine. They don't have a ton of uh, preseason games, right? No, like um, generally the third preseason game is the one that's a dress rehearsal. So you're not going to play any of your starters in the first game. In the third one, they're going to play all the way into the all the way to halftime or into the third quarter sometimes. Right. Okay. I feel like um, since it is a third, you know, preseason game, the very first one, very first NFL game, I think for this season, um, it being the Ravens. I'm going to go for Ravens. The line. Um, Jordan, what was the line? It's two and a half points. Uh, I do like the Ravens to win by more than that. I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm going to go for that. I, I think that the Bears are just, yeah. Not. I don't have too much confidence in the Bears, not now and not during the season either. I, Ever. Yeah, I agree. Ever, yeah. You know, <laughs> as a Lions sure. fan, I can see that. <laughs> it's been years since I've had confidence in the Bears, right? True, so. but anything can happen in the preseason. And let's hope that they get the field ready, right? Last year they didn't. Two the big middle linebackers. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, the paint, yeah, the paint was still wet on the field. <laughs> we, needed, we, needed to, we, we needed to get, you know, that that's probably the biggest, yeah, uh, biggest hurdle. Yeah, we'll cross our fingers on that one. Okay, so uh, we have the uh, the big game tonight. You, you were going to say something about the linebackers, right? <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going to say. The paint is overwhelming. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, the, the fumes the are getting fumes, to uh, Yeah, no, I was going to say that uh, each of these um, – Teams are sending their biggest middle linebacker of all time to the Hall of Fame. That's Ray Lewis right. and Brian Urlacher. Oh, okay. So, you're, yeah, you're segueing. I, I guess segueing, segueing into the Hall of Fame. Okay. But then you went right into the pain. Right. Yeah, that kind of ruined things. Right? <laughs> okay, I get you. All right, then we'll get into that uh, Hall of Fame. Um, I, I'll mention a few of them. Um, Ray Lewis, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Brian Urlacher, Brian Dawkins. 
Uh, there's a few more that uh, those are probably the big ones, I would imagine, right? There's yeah, I mean, there's the big ones. Um, Bobby Bethard. Yeah, I mean, Brian Erlacher is my favorite out of the group. I mean, that guy was just a tank. He's a monster. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he should be a shoe-in, quite honestly. He could probably still be playing. I, he, I think he had a couple years left in him. Yeah, uh, that he seems was just to be, frustrated with the Bears. Yeah, yeah it, it exactly. seems to be a, a trend nowadays where these players are retiring uh, before really their time is up. Well, they cut him. He didn't just retire. And he decided well, right. to not go someplace else, if yeah, you remember. But, but that was a big deal, and I did think he had something left there in the tank. Um, Brian Dawkins, that was a good safety pick. Um, he was so good on the Eagles yeah, for such was. a long time. Now, is, is Terrell Owens still planning to not attend, right? I, I read something about that because Moss was number one or something. He should just be happy that he's going, right? I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was he was up in Canada, remember? He was going to play for the Edmonton Eskimos. They actually cut him. Really? Yeah, he didn't say, I don't want to play with you. They just said, no, forget He's it. probably still got that attitude, probably. Yeah, he does. Always had. Yeah. yeah. So he's probably why he's second team. I mean, mm-hmm. Randy Moss really never was a locker room problem. He was a prima donna for sure, but... Randy Moss is just an all outstanding outstanding guy, outstanding player. I mean, I don't exactly. think there's many people that have any much bad to say about the guy, to be honest. Well, yeah. Well, history heals a lot of wounds, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I know there was probably some people that didn't like Ray Lewis. They didn't like him when he entered the league because of uh, his past. It was a pretty crazy past. I guess he sort of pulled things out, but uh, I think he took somebody out in, when he was younger. <laughs> there was that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like permanently out. So, yeah, that was uh, that was not – but, uh, you know, that was not good. By that was never, that was, he's turned things around. That yeah. was never proven, by the way. Like, right. I mean, let's get yes, that out of the way. That's true. That was not proven. <laughs> but, and he went on to be uh, quite the uh, voice uh, in the Baltimore huddle. I mean, uh, I mean yeah, I mean, he was definitely a, a, a playmaker and a leader on the defense there. I mean, his when he came out on the field, he made a statement yeah. you know, with his Ray Lewis dance. Uh, did he have a name for that? Look, the best thing about him is he won Trent Dilfer a Super Bowl. Wow. Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Say that three times fast. <laughs> well, I mean, along with the people that got in and, and named to the Hall of Fame and got put on the ballot, there was also some snubs, some notable snubs. Notable. Uh, who do we have that didn't quite make it that you think that should have been in there? Isaac Bruce is the name that really stands out to me. I mean, as far as wide receivers go, he was fantastic. Uh, won a couple Super Bowls there with Kurt Warner, with the Rams, um, playing with Torrey Holt, that greatest show on turf. I'm sure you guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, he could have gone if it hadn't have been for T.O. and Randy Moss. He probably would have. And the fact that he came a little bit before and passing numbers weren't as inflated as they are nowadays. True. So the numbers aren't exactly there. John Lynch... Steve mm-hmm. Hutchinson, Tony Baselli, Alan Foneca. Yeah, I mean, when you got guys like Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Ray Lewis up there in there, I mean, how do you compete? You know what I mean? I would have liked to see John Lynch go over Brian Dawkins, probably. I would agree with that one. He changed yeah. the league more. He invented yeah. that Tampa too. Mm-hmm. Well, Dawkins was, uh, I mean, he 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 was the gel of that uh, of the Eagles. You know, when he was on the field, he took charge. So, you know, but John Lynch. You yeah, could say I, the same thing about John Lynch yeah. and the Bucks. just they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I suppose. Got a good point. So hope, hopefully both of them will get in eventually. And um, then Tony Baselli, greatest Jacksonville player ever, maybe. You know, ever, he, maybe. 
Maybe. I mean, mm-hmm. there's been some good players on Jacksonville, but uh, I mean, think about the guards he played with. He played with Ogden. He played with Walter Jones. He played with Orlando Pace, and he was first team All Pro three times. Went to the Pro Bowl pretty much every single year. Um, call him one of the better tackles of all time. Yeah, so he'll he'll probably get in eventually too. But yeah, it was bad that he got snubbed this time around. Now, hopefully, uh, we'll have a good Hall of Fame game, and hopefully, you know, we have some good uh, presentation there. We can talk about who gets in. Hopefully, the Hall of Fame game even happens. Yeah, Yeah, I would like to see the line on that if we had one. You know, (laughs) (laughs) there probably is somewhere out there. Do the does the game even happen? Yes. (laughs) The NFL props are actually already out, and we have some uh, categories to go over. Um, do you want to start with this, Jordan? You want me to go over the categories? Um, uh, you know, it's up to you. I guess you probably have the the, the actual the prop numbers there, the, uh, the odds. The so you might as well go over some of these, so we can uh, uh, you know talk about them. Let's go down, and I'll uh, I'll say the category, and you guys tell me who you think is going to win it. Sure. Uh, MVP futures. Who will be the NFL MVP for the season 2018? Rodgers. Rodgers yeah. is the favorite at plus five twenty-five, right. uh, followed by Tom Brady at five fifty. Breeze um, at eight hundred. I don't think Tom, 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 Brady. Tom Brady again. I mean, I think they're just doing that because of his reputation. I agree. I don't think it's going to be him. Aaron mm. Rodgers is coming back from injury, though. Yeah, that's a, a lot scary. of turnover on that team. I would say the person to look for in that is is Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, if he stays healthy, and I do like that line at plus eighteen hundred mm-hmm. uh, because he yeah, was putting up line. some fantastic numbers before he got injured exactly. last time. I, I think he's definitely in the run in there. Uh, Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garbolo, Jimmy G, always good candidates. As Jimmy well. G, yeah, I, I love ex- him. He's you great. know, I was so excited to see him play this year. Yeah, to get a full season under you know under center, I think he's got plus, a plus lot I think, of good I, I think that the Forty ers are going to do well. I think they're going to advance. I mean, they might not get all the way out. But I think that this year they're going to do a lot much better than, than past seasons. I agree. No, I totally agree. But if um, it could be a running back. If Gurley has a year yeah. this year like he finished last year, I mean, he's probably a shoe-in for the MVP. Uh, and Ezekiel Elliott's not suspended this year. <laughs> what about Gronkowski? I mean, he... He, I mean, he was dominating before he went down last year. It's difficult for a tight end to get it one, same as it's difficult for a receiver to get it, because mm-hmm. uh, why would you give it to Gronkowski and not Tom Brady, since mm, true enough. Brady's going to have all of Gronk's stats plus. That's true. Yeah. Right? That's why it's so hard. But still, going back to Brady, I don't I don't think, I mean, he's done so much in the past, and uh, you know, he's. I just don't think that he's there. I haven't heard anything on him. I just think that he's just going to play because he just has to play. I mean, he's finishing off his career. I'm going to throw one out there. I like Phillip Rivers. MVP. Yeah. yeah. He, was in, he was in the mix uh, last year, I believe, for, for MVP as well. Um, what's, the, what's the line on that? Because that's, that's not a bad pick at all. Plus 2,500. I really like the weapons around him. He's going to get some of those young receivers back. Keenan Allen's been going off. Delaney Walker might be the... Best tight end in the league, not named Gronkowski. Right. I, I like that line. I like to see it a little bit smaller, but okay. All right. Now, what else do we have? Uh, we right. have some other categories to go over. MVP. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. You guys were talking about the heavy favorite, Saquon uh, Barkley, yeah. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Saquon, you you going? You know, talking about him. You saw that video of him, right? Yes. I, I, yeah, I watched. After this video, I saw of him training with the Giants. I also went in. And sort of relive some of his college days. This guy was 
crazy good. He was I mean, good. He was tearing apart. I mean, in the Rose Bowl, didn't he? Was he in the Rose Bowl? Was it? Yeah, when he scored the end-to-end uh, touchdown. I mean, this guy's just strong. so fast and so strong and so dedicated and. Yeah, I think he has to be the favorite there. That's at plus 125. I mean, most of these guys on the list, I mean, it's even questionable that they're even going to get reps. Exactly. I mean, like, Sam Darnold is a guaranteed starter, it right. looks like. Um, so Sam Darnold at plus 1,600. Uh, Josh Allen should start. What Josh Rosen? Is he on there? Because if he gets if he gets to he's play in there. Arizona, then he's, he's good. He, this guy Josh is. Rosen should play. He's at plus 900, and I could see that. I definitely can. Uh, if Allen, he plays, but you know, Allen's gonna have a bumpy time. Um, you mentioned Sonny Mitchell. That's a back by committee <clears throat> in New England, so I don't really see it. Okay, so we're we're basically probably in agreement. Saquon Barkley's taking this as long as he stays healthy. Long as I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. for sure. You don't draft in number two overall and not use him as a major part of that offense. What, yeah. what do we got for a defensive rookie of the year, though? Uh, um, defensive rookie of the year uh, favorite being Bradley Chubb. Of course. Roquan Smith's up there. and Derwin then, James, the Chargers. He, 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 he's we at were plus 1,200. About, yeah, we were talking about Phillip Rivers. So, yeah, I think Bradley Chubb's probably, I mean, the favorite, isn't he? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. At plus 375. Uh, Denzel Ward at plus 1,100. Uh, I only bring that up because, remember, the Browns decided to take Ward over Bradley Chubb there with the fourth That's pick. That's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was yeah, questionable. That was, that was yeah, a questionable decision, questionable. especially with the first and fourth pick in the draft, and you, you chose to do that. Um, we'll see what it, we'll see if it works out for him. We'll see who puts up the stats. Uh, Vita Vea would be a good pick there. Uh, Terrell Edmonds is going to be a good linebacker. Uh, Mika Fitzpatrick in Miami at safety. Uh, he might do really good things beside Rashad Jones at it's, anchoring that defense. We'll it's see Miami, what happens. Though. It is Miami. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're on to our next uh, little category we're going to discuss in the NFL props for the coming season. Uh, defensive MVP. Favorite being J.J. Watt, followed by Joey Bosa, Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Vaughn Miller, Jalen Ramsey, Luke Keekley, Cameron Jordan, Demarcus Lawrence, Miles Garrett, Bobby Wagner, Calais Campbell, and Chandler Jones. J.J. Watt. Yeah, that's if he stays if healthy, he stays though. healthy. I mean, he came off of, he's coming off of injury. He's always coming off of injury. <laughs> he just strings them together. One of these years, J.J. Watt is going to stay healthy the entire year, and so is who's their other defensive end there for the Texans? Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not completely sure on that one. I'm not a huge Texans fan like you. Yeah. Well, I, I can tell you as you uh, as just, you you know just... jog your memory banks that Khalil Mack in Oakland is a beast that may be considered near the end of. the Cl- you know, Clowney. Jadavious like Clowney. Oh, yeah. The Clowney. other first round pick. The guy from South Carolina, and, right? Yeah, and Watt and Clowney have never been healthy at the same time together. <laughs> and when they do it, they're both MVP nice. possible. One year we're going to get both of them healthy before you Watt know, retires. I like, I like Von Miller in, in this one. To do be you? Yeah. I mean, as long as. I mean, J.J. Watt, if he stays healthy. But if he doesn't, I think Von Miller might take that. I think it helps Von Miller that he's going to be opposite uh, Bradley Chubb now when he mm-hmm. had those MVP seasons before he was opposite DeMarcus Ware. And it's going to help Chubb that he's going to be opposite Von Miller. For so sure. we might get a defensive player of the year and a uh, rookie defensive player of the year and yeah. a regular defensive player exactly. of the year. Exactly. That'd be, that'd be huge. That would be huge. There's some, 
this is a, a good year we're getting into with the rookies. There's some real red hot rookies. Yeah, I'd say this a, is one of the most exciting draft classes in recent yeah. history. Not just quarterbacks, defensive players, I running mean, backs, and running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an overall great draft class. Should be good. I'm excited. Okay. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's another good pick there. He was yeah, lights out at the end of last year. Huge in Jacksonville. Huge. Alrighty, now we're going to go over the. Uh, I guess we have some uh, props on the most passing yards, most rushing yards, most receiving yards. We can uh, go through that real quick. Um, Let's go through it real quick. Uh, who do you guys think is going to have the most passing yards this year? Aaron Rodgers, if he yep. stays healthy. Yep. Yeah. I am uh, in agreement with that. All of you say Aaron Rodgers. I say Philip Rivers. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're on the Rivers bandwagon. Uh, Rivers or Matt Ryan. I like the lines better, too. What's the line on, on Rivers? Uh, line on Rivers is at plus 850. Uh, Brady's plus 400. Breeze is plus 500. Rodgers plus 1,000. So he's actually favored over Rodgers right now for passing. Wow. So Brady's actually doing best, better than, than those three. Right. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, he, I mean, he, he's Great, and he's done it a couple of years, but I mean, he just doesn't. He has a couple of weapons around him, but the Detroit Lions, you can't really trust him. And, and Matt Stafford, as hard as he works, he, sometimes he works too hard. I know it's. Are they going to have a running game this year? Um, it's questionable. It's always. Detroit Lions and a running game is always questionable. After Barry Sanders, it's just kind of been a downhill struggle for them. It's kind of so. like the Dolphins and. Everything. Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they do have. They, I mean, the Lions did pick up LeGarrette Blount. They did. So I mean, they it is looking. It is looking up for them. But you know, we'll see how how well it goes for them. They haven't really had much success in the running game. And Andrew Luck's back too. Nobody's talking about that. That's true. I forgot That's about Andrew yeah. Luck. To be yeah. honest, I At forgot plus about thirty three hundred. I mean, yeah, I don't not, see them yeah. having much of a running game. All right, most receiving yards. Who you guys got? Uh, Antonio Brown. Probably. He's the favorite at plus two twenty five. Who else? Julio Jones, maybe. Julio Jones is second, followed by DeAndre Hopkins, Odell Beckham Jr., Keenan Allen, Michael Thomas. Goes on from there. Uh, I, th- I think Odell might have a br- another breakout year, and or uh, Antonio Brown or Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, he's not. I, he's probably not on that list, but I think Juju's going to do pretty well. I think he'll do pretty well. I don't think he'll beat Antonio Brown. I think no. it might be Mike Evans just because of the target share in that offense. He gets way more balls thrown to him, like a higher percentage than any of these other big wide receivers. Hmm. Pittsburgh's looking good when you look at the I like the receiving core. Very yeah, good. very good. I really like the receiving core. This leads us to the next most rushing hmm. yards. I think probably your guy. What about the Gurley. Saints? I mean, when Ingram comes back, obviously, from his suspension, I think they might have a good tandem right there. Oh, they're, that might be the best running back tandem. <laughs> yeah. Kamara looked good last oh year. God, he's tearing him up. He was. Um, Kamara, that's a good pick. Ezekiel Elliott, Todd Gurley, Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette. You know they're just going to be running it down in Jacksonville. Todd that's all they got in Jacksonville. Dal- Dalvin Cook is back, and he was all on a tear before he got injured last year. Uh, and Saquon Barkley, of course. Right. I don't know if he'll be up there with these guys, but, um, yeah, probably have a big year. Uh, that's pretty much it for the props, correct? I believe, yes, okay. Um, so get in on those props uh, if you can because uh, there's some good stuff there. Now let's get into uh, another guy in the NFL who's in Seattle, Earl Thomas. Now, Brian, you have the news on Earl. Earl Thomas, I don't know if you guys read, but he kind of wrote his own little article on the, the playerstribune.com there. Um, he's, you know, pretty much he's, he wants either in or he wants out. 
if he's in, they want he wants Seattle to commit and pay him the money that he deserves because he's been a leading defensive player for years, years and years, and he's done so much for that city. Uh, if not, he wants him to let him go. See you later. You know, let's part ways, leave on good terms. Let me go give my all to another team and finish my career strong. Um, that's pretty much where he's at. You know, he just wants assurance from the Seahawks just so he knows if he gets hurt, uh, he'll be taken care of. I feel like Seattle is just, there's something going on with Seattle. They're, they're not aware that they're in rebuild mode. I'm not sure if they if they're recognizing that defensive rebuild. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 definitely. You know, and I feel like like this just they're not gonna do anything this season, and whether they're aware or not, they're they're kind of putting down Earl Thomas by what his article stated. Um, you know, he's still young. He's what like we we said we said he was like 29. 29. You know, he's still got good a good few got years a few in years him. Left. Yeah, and someone can, someone else some other team can pick him up. You know, and they can I do like well him with going him. To Dallas. You think he's going to Dallas? Will, uh, it, will it happen? Can they make it happen? I think that's the best possibility. Uh, Dallas has the cap room to pay him. Dallas likes him. Ever since they lost Church, they could really use the help. Dallas, I would love to see Dallas again. Even go to the you know go to the Super Bowl. I, I you know I always enjoy watching you know America's team quote right. unquote you know doing doing something over there. It's been a while since we haven't we've seen the Cowboys do anything. And they got that yes. fabulous stadium too, huh? It's I mean, nice. Yeah. So they, uh, yeah, it will be interesting to see if they, if they yeah, uh, come through this year. Now let's get now, Brian. You had news also on the NBA and uh, MGM getting uh, together. Yeah, MGA Resorts uh, signed an exclusive official gaming partner of the NBA and the WNBA. Oh, that's big. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big add-on. That's, that's as huge as uh, women's golf, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, but they pegged the deal for about three years, at least $25 million, league sources say. Um, <clears throat> uh, also, the most lucrative opportunities figure to come in three to five years when, you know, it's projected that almost 20 states will have this new law uh, actually in place and, and concrete into so, their systems. There. So, Brian, what, is, what does this mean? What is, you know, break it down for me. I mean... So now, M- MDA, the NBA is going to be, you know, get together with the well, sports book over at, uh, at MGM, and they're going to what place well, bets. Well, what happened? What hasn't happened, uh, especially in Vegas, is that you haven't been able to use like a team logo next to your lines or stuff. Now MGM is able to do that with this new deal. They'll be able to use actually the team logos, uh, player names, all that type of stuff now. So it kind of adds a different element um, into the sports betting world. Um, but but the the thing is that MGM will now get all the information that the NBA has. All their the feed is all important. The, exactly the feed the all the information that goes into creating the lines um, will come straight from the NBA now only to MGM. And imagine the live betting possibilities of exactly. having a live feed of stats like that coming straight from the NBA. Exactly, Agreed. exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, it says that last year alone $1.5 billion was was bet on basketball in Nevada sports books, and that's NCAA and NBA. Uh, they're, they're projecting that about 40 to 50% of that was the NBA. So um, this is a huge deal. This is a, I mean, this is the first pro- professional sports league to actually sign a deal like this, so we'll see what happens in the coming uh, the coming months? Maybe the NFL signs something. Maybe the PGA gets something going. I know the PGA really wants to get something going, um, so we'll see. All right. So we'll um, 
we'll be looking at that because that, that's certainly big news. There's no doubt about that. Now, also sort of NBA-related, we have uh, LeBron's I Promise School, which he's setting up in Ohio in Akron, right? That's yeah, it actually school. opened. Its first day was uh, Monday. I think that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah, I very mean, good I'm not... I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan in the world. You know, I, I love my Lakers, and I like the fact that he went to the Lakers and everything. And hopefully, we can go far. But uh, I got to give him props, right? You give him props. This is going to go to kids that that are in uh, high risk, right? High risk of uh, yeah, going. high risk to, uh, kids in the Akron, Ohio area. Uh, you know, they're all getting free tuition, uh, free uniforms. They all get a brand new bike and a helmet. Uh, they have GED programs for the parents, uh, meal programs for, for families that are in need. Even transportation and for these transportation, kids, right? Yeah. yeah, they'll get free transportation if, within a two-mile radius of the school. And also, which is, I think is huge, if you graduate from this school, you get free tuition at Akron College. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's really that's that's yeah. awesome. And I think that the uh, the number of kids is just under three hundred. I think there's like two hundred and eighty five kids there. So it's not just like you know helping uh, you know fifty twenty kids something like that. No, he's really a, making yeah. a difference. He's really. I mean, that's what he's wanted to do this whole time. I yeah. mean, I mean, you look at LeBron. He's he's a stand up guy. I mean, if you really look at it, he's never been in the media. He's never you know messed he's around on his. In the media. I mean, bad. Yeah, bad he's always, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of threw me for a sec. Bad media. You never hear him doing stupid stuff, getting arrested. You never hear him cheating on his wife. He has, mm. you know, he's been with his high school sweetheart from well, day just, one. That just means he's he's got a great PR person. Yeah, there's yeah. that. But but yeah, you're, I, I get you. I get you. You know, I just don't like him as personally. I don't. I don't. I'm know, not a huge like, LeBron fan either. But I have to give respect where respect I, is earned. He's a know. good ambassador for the sport. For and sure, he always has been. Probably even better than Michael Jordan. Well, that's a different story. There. No, Tiger I think one hundred percent he's better than Michael. I agree with you one hundred percent. With the gambling, and yeah, all the, the gambling other is, is arguably and... what happened with his dad. I mean, I think we all know that story. Yeah. I mean, you can choose to believe what side you want to believe, but it still came out in the news. Whatever you believe, <laughs> exactly. You <know>? Right? <laughs> and there's been no controversy surrounding LeBron James in a negative light, other than oh, he left this team to go to another team. That's just part of his legacy at this point. Exactly, and that's great. Yeah. So ultimately, these kids are going to be benefited, and I think that's fantastic. I mean, he's. I mean, how many players do you see making a difference like this? I mean, yeah, they donate to charity here and here, but he actually did something. Players are worth a billion dollars, right? And there's a lot of stuff. You know, there's there's a lot of players that actually do good stuff. But they are not as narcissist as he is, and they don't want. <laughs> nice. they, they, I mean, that's true. I mean, they, they, it's it's like the whole Oprah effect, right? Oh, here's money, here's money. I'm gonna help people. I'm gonna help people. But make sure everybody knows who I am. Make sure I'm the one that's saving everyone, right? So there's a, there are a lot of players that do a lot of good stuff. We just don't hear about it, right? So I don't know. Yeah, like why doesn't Ryan Leaf have a school? <laughs> okay, now, so the, the, the NBA power rankings have come out since the trade, and um, the Warriors are number one. But since there's, you know, of course, there's been a, no surprise. surprise yeah. they, since the, I would have never guessed that the Warriors would be number one. No, oh, me neither. I, 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 until I read it here, until I read it, I couldn't believe it. The Celtics. Number two, 76ers at three, Raptors at four, and Rockets at five. How about I can't that? believe the East. That's is, interesting. I, yeah, I can't believe the East is holding. Uh, most of those spots in the top five there. Look, yeah. we knew this was going to happen eventually because the West has been so much stronger for so long. You can't give the East all of the top draft picks for years and years and years and not have them come back. I feel like like the Rockets should be higher up on that list. Good point. Yeah, the Raptors are higher. So uh... I feel like the Rockets slipped this season. Wait, did the Raptors go higher once they got Kawhi though? 
Yeah, this is this is the CBS Power Rankings, and these ones came out uh, just the other day. After you know, after I, I even after Melo went ten, I mean, I would not have put yeah, the were, Lakers under the Pelicans, Jazz, Spurs, or Thunder. For I would that agree matter. with that. Right. I would agree with that. 100%. Yeah, I think the um, I think the Lakers were what were like twenty fifth the last year or something on the power rankings. And I mean, they made wow. a huge jump. The Lakers, for the sure. Lakers, truthfully, should have been at least number six. That's what I was thinking. You know, I, I don't know. It's just yeah. Um, it is what it I would is. put the I would put the Jazz over the Spurs, but I think the Jazz are a little bit better than the Lakers, to be honest. I, I would put the Lakers at seven, Jazz at six. I can see that. Yep. Okay. Good observation. Uh, Major League Baseball. We have that going on, of course, and we have uh, the uh, few big trades. I mean, is anyone left in the Baltimore Orioles? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's going on over there, right? <laughs> I, know. I mean, it kind of seems like they're just thrown away. At, Players at this I, point. I, they even tried to trade a couple guys that have no trade clauses. I mean, they're. I, I don't know. What are I mean, they doing? <laughs> I'm not sure. Sabotage. Uh, uh, sabotaging yeah. the Orioles. But uh, it's done. Trade yeah. deadline over. Right. <laughs> okay, so we don't have to worry about them. Speaking of uh, trade deadline, I mean, look, look at. Let's look at the West, right? You know, okay, so let's look at the Rockies. My God, what the hell happened to the Rockies? I mean, they've they've waited so long to trade that they. I think that they 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 just they just out 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 timed us. I mean, they 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 weren't able to get anybody. You know, they're they're just not worried about it. When you look at who they're in, let's look at the the, the National League West. Let's look at um, the the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks, they're doing yeah, fantastic. Yeah. They got great people. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's not forget that the Dodgers got Manny Machado. They you know they got a few others. Right. Yep. You know, so you know the National League West is doing fantastic. I mean, everyone's doing something, but the Colorado Rockies are just out there, just twiddling their thumbs. You know, what's what's going on with that? Yeah. I, I could you say the same about Detroit? Did they do anything at the trade deadline? Uh, I haven't really I been mean, following Detroit too much, but I didn't hear anything major. Nothing yeah. Major yeah. Man. So it's a, yeah. It's I don't know. We, I think back to Colorado. I mean, I, I can't remember what they've done since Larry Walker was there, and that That's was like, true. like 10, 15, Well, I don't know. I only know because he's Canadian and he, you know, he's always on the news there. But, uh, <laughs> Canadian teams of Blue Jays. Uh, Roberto Asuna gets traded to uh, the, to the Astros. The Astros. Thank you. Yeah, I forgot for a second. Some moves there. Huh? But I just I don't game. understand it. I mean, the guy's still on suspension. I think he's off suspension uh, coming up this Sunday or something. Yeah. Uh, Seventy-five game suspension for beating his wife. Um, I yeah. mean, it was proven that he's still got a court date in September. That's what Dave was saying. Um, and yeah. Houston has like a strict no tolerance for that stuff. And they're like, yeah, come on over. You mm-hmm. know, Sunday when you're off suspension, we'll uh, we'll kick you on the team. Well, hopefully, he learned his lesson, right? Seventy-five games is a long time. It is a long time. It's half uh, a season at least, right? I'm sure they bet it. Almost. In. How many games they, they play? 160 games in a season. It's not even half a season. So. Not even half a season. Yeah, he's, he's a good pitcher, uh, closer, right? Uh, so I mean, but they got rid of but Ken. They gave uh, up a lot. Ken Giles and a couple of uh, minor league, all right-handed pitchers. So three but right-handed so, pitchers. So the Astros are strong. I see the Astros going far. Like I said, we mentioned this before. Like we're we're now towards the middle of the season. I feel like the Astros are going to go far. I feel like the I feel the, like the Astros actually went backwards. Last year they made a they made nah. the, the trades. <laughs> they, made, <laughs> they made trades that actually made their team better. I feel like they lost on this trade. I feel like they didn't really do much, to be honest. I mean, I don't think they'll fall anywhere in the rankings. I don't think they'll do any worse than they're doing now. Um, but I think the year's coming. I think they're kind of on a downward spiral if they keep making trades like that. Okay, well, you bring up a good point. Who do you think won 
you know, the I like trade the Pirates. Deals. Pittsburgh Pirates. They've been doing great they, recently. They yeah, brought yeah. in some. They brought in some big pieces. Uh, it's not often that you see a win-win trade. Uh, I mean, and that's what you saw with the Tampa Bay and Pittsburgh trade there. Right. Um, it, they both came out on the winning side. Um, it, uh, Chris Archer from Tampa Bay went to Pittsburgh. Uh, the Bucks received Austin Meadows, right-handed pitcher Tyler Glasnow, and a player to mean to be named later. Um, it, it, you know, and a later which date, which is weird. When I read which that. I've never, I've never, yeah, I've never yeah, really not seen a draft that. park, a player to be named later. Yeah, they right. do that a lot in the NHL. Do they? Yeah, they do that a lot. So I mean, yeah, you're right though. Not how not do they decipher though which player that is? Because if you what does Pittsburgh go to Tampa Bay and be like, we yeah, want that, that guy, guy. I, and I they're like, you, uh, no, no, or do they just have to say yes? No, they don't have to say yes. In, in hockey, they just—it's just the fact that they're close to deadline. They don't have time to get all the paperwork in uh, and do it through the. In hockey, anyway, so they—they uh-huh. they usually throw something in there. Yeah, it's—it's it's usually nothing big. Mm-hmm. It's, it's usually a fringe player or a draft pick. So got it, got it's it. not like you're trading your friend uh, Cindy Crosby for you know, <laughs> yeah, right. a trade deadline. Cindy. You know the, the, the Cindy? Cindy, Cindy. Yeah, I Cindy. like that. I just uh, always George, call him Crybaby Crosby. That's all I call him. <laughs> really? Yeah. So the Yankees made out, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes, so as usual. That, you know, this team is looking good for the next couple of years, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. They sure. the cupboards again. You know, they, they made out with Hap from, uh, was it? Uh, the Blue Jays. Yeah, and then they made out with uh, Britain from the Oilers. You know, the so. Oilers? Oilers. Oil. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, Tongue they twister. Did. So I mean, it's it's really about like five or six teams, both you know three 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 the on the on the on the National League and the other three on on the American League. It's, well, your Dodgers are. What about the Mariners? I thought they did pretty well as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Again, National League West, you know. So they're they're doing they're doing fine. I think that uh, it's all the rest in the middle is just all just just sitting there and just occupying space. Yep. Treading water. Yeah. Okay, let's get to the Big Ten. We said we're going to talk to you about it. So <laughs> excited for this topic. Yeah. yeah, that's your favorite division, right? Oh, yeah. The Big I think Ten. it's a lot of people's favorite division. Uh, or favorite conference. Yeah, people from Michigan. People people from all over. It's the toughest <laughs> conference in Said the in Michigan the State fan yeah. over yeah, here. Michigan well, State I guess fan. Brian and uh, Jordan could start this, and John can pipe in, too, because you guys have been arguing about the SEC and the Big Ten Big Ten wins it every day. Yeah, for a while. So now it's your really? chance to because uh, the SEC had both teams in the national championship last year. <laughs> right. Yes. No. Let's just both. be clear. The last two seasons, the Big Ten has been snubbed out of the the playoffs. Been snubbed. A hundred percent. Snubbed. Yeah. The, the winner of the Big Ten has not gone to the playoff. I don't know how that is even possible. I know it happens to a lot of the weaker divisions. Oh Jesus! Oh, oh. <laughs> ouch! Oh Jesus! All right. I'm I'm this is coming from a also Texas. Upset. This is coming from a Texas A&M fan. All right. I mean, <laughs> the last time what do you do? That Texas A&M hey. has ever done anything? Well, while you're at Texas A&M, we forgot to mention Johnny Manziel. We did forget to mention Johnny Manziel. Yeah, we should hit on did him. Did we real forget quick. to mention Johnny Manziel? Well, you didn't want to mention. Him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, what's, what's going on with Johnny Football? Johnny He'll Football. He's starting. Yep. He's going to be starting uh, tomorrow night. First game, right? Yes, against... That's what the guy spent like uh, a couple of months training in Hamilton, and his first game is the rivalry game because he's playing against his old team. They're uh, Montreal-Hamilton. That'll be interesting. 
I think he'll do good. He's a, I might well, hey, I might actually tune in for that. I might honest. tune in for that too, and I bet that's going to do great things for their ratings too. And a Friday yeah. night game, you know, CFL Friday. Just remember, there's three downs, right? So don't get excited. Oh, for it. real? Yeah, there's only there's three downs. Three, and, what? Yeah, yeah. Three what downs. What kind of football is this? This yeah. is Canadian. <laughs> Why do Canadians always got to mess everything up? <laughs> you know, right? <laughs> All right, back to the program. All right, let's, back let's to the get program. back to the USA. Uh, number one, Ohio State has to be. Uh, uh, I would argue yeah. with that, especially with what happened uh, the other day or yesterday with Urban Meyer. Do you think that's really going to affect the, yeah, 100%. the talent and recruits they uh, have on that 100%. team? 100%. Well, why do they have those talented recruits? Let's let's just go ahead there. Uh, they have Ohio State is you know, known for this. One, they got in that trouble a couple years back of paying their players right. or giving them incentives. Um, now, I mean, the, the GPA that you need to get into Ohio State is probably like a 2.0. So they get all the if really that. good players. That's, yeah, that's, that. that's, he's talking a lot about these guys. Oh, I hate Ohio State with a burning, burning passion. Burning passion. I would I would be so happy if that whole program just burned to the ground. Those 2.0 farmers <laughs> over there, right? Okay, but how about Nick Bosa? Okay, leading that defense. They're going to have one of the better defenses they've had in years. The offense looks good. I have them ranked number one. Who do you have number one? I would say Ohio State's up there. Uh, Wisconsin's definitely going to do good. Um, but uh, Wisconsin it too. Yeah, I wouldn't put. Yeah, Wisconsin. I'd say, in Ohio State will battle it out. Um, but the thing is, they're in two totally different sides, sides. of the Big Ten. Um, I don't even know if they play each other this season. Um, it, it, could, it obviously, if it does come down to it, you'll see them in the in the championship. Um, and that would be a good championship. But honestly, I think the Buckeyes, who they really need to worry about, is two teams. Uh, they need to worry about Penn State. And they need to worry about Michigan State. I had Penn State at three, so very nice. And I had Michigan State at four. Right. I mean, Penn State coming off an amazing season. Uh, Michigan State has 21 returning starters back to, on their roster, plus a seasoned Brian Lewerke, who's at quarterback there, um, who's looking to do big things. I mean, they're even talking about uh, a couple trophies for him this year. We'll see, though. What about Shea Patterson? Now, he was uh, with Ole Miss. And now he's going to be with Michigan. Now this guy's good. Michigan is, is highly good. overrated. You think so? I I, I, I always they've been overrated for the past three years. Said the Michigan State fan. Right. Anyone will tell you that. Even Michigan fans will tell you they're overrated. Yeah, and Michigan fans suck. Uh, Michigan fans are horrible. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> wow. Have you ever right. talked to a Michigan fan? You'll you'll know. All right. So Michigan. <laughs> right, wow, you're getting angry. About Michigan it. I know, man. Five. Gonna you're gonna pick up the table and. Right. Oh, that's it. Knock it over. Yeah, bad blood between Michigan and Michigan right, State. Apparently, State. Yeah. Definitely. Ever since that punt block a couple years back, it's just been nothing but hostile. Yeah, I think Michigan State at four, Michigan at five. Those could really go either Brian, way. Brian, you're a little hostile, man. <laughs> Do we have any Heisman Trophy winners in the uh, Big Ten? Are, are not winners, but uh, nominees. Prospects. That's what Prospects, we were talking yeah. about before. Brian seems to think that the Big Ten has the best quarterbacks in all of college football. Yes, but I also don't think any of them are going to win a Heisman. Except none of them are going to win a Heisman. Right. Right. But I think if you break it down, you take all the quarterbacks and, and put them against you know the other conferences, you'll see that the Big Ten might have the, the best. Just do your own research. I encourage you to do your own research, buddy. Sounds good. So, so we you think the Heisman's going to a quarterback? It always, I mean, Yeah, I think so this year. There's some really good Ooh. prospects. You know that? I don't know. What do you think? 
Uh, I, I don't know either. I, <laughs> Nobody knows. Know. Nobody knows. I think it's just too but early. It's not coming it's out too early to that guy is not coming out of the Big Ten. Yeah, I'm not ready to make a call there yet, but it's not coming out of the Big Ten, that's for sure. Okay, so gotcha. after the Michigans, we've got Northwestern, Iowa, Nebraska, Purdue, Indiana, and Minnesota. You got any problems with Illinois there? Oh, Illinois is on the other side. Indiana last year had a few upsets under their belt. Um, and so did Iowa, actually. Iowa did pretty well last year, too. They did. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I actually, uh, I would agree with your rankings there, to be honest. Um, Ohio State could go either way. And that's probably just because of my bias and my pure hatred for them. Um, right. Sure. But, you know, I, I, I would agree with your rankings, for sure. Okay, I see one of the top two, top two or three schools here going to the final. Yeah. Like, it's 100%. not going to be SEC against SEC again. Uh, this year we'll probably know because it's going to be Big Ten against SEC. I don't think the Big 12 will make it this year. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I agree. 100% agree. I think Michigan State is definitely making a look to go to their second playoff. And Wisconsin's coming out of the West. Are we agree- in agreement on that? Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, 100%. Okay. And Illinois with Lovey Smith. Remember, wasn't he in Chicago? Lovey Smith? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I like him. He's going to get fired, probably. Huh? Yeah, I can the, see that. The, team, the <laughs> team is horrible. For whatever reason, pro coaches and college coaches, they don't mix very well. We saw that with Nick Saban. Either way they go. Either way. Right. Nick Saban, terrible on the Dolphins. Great on LSU, great on Alabama, because these are recruiting coaches. So what about Jim Harbaugh? Right, I was actually going to say that. Didn't Jim, didn't Jim Harbaugh, did, this guy did well with, with the 49ers. He was... They they had a good good run with him. He got a question. He moves over to 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 do college and like he's done fairly well. I mean, I, he he has right. to be one Average. of the one of the exceptions. <laughs> Average. He's yeah. he's actually a really good coach. Actually, he is. He's a very good. Coach. He's very that, passionate, which is what I like about him. He's a very passionate coach, and he actually runs his team with his heart. Um, but it, he just hasn't gotten it done with Michigan. I mean, they haven't won against a rival in how many years? Yeah, they haven't. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I feel like uh, he. It was a mistake for for them to, you know. It's maybe, money. It was about money. For it him. was. It was. It was. It was about money. You know, and, and it was a loss for the 49ers. But anyways, alrighty. Okay, so next week are we gonna go over the Pac-12 or what do you what do you uh, got in your bag of tricks for next week? <laughs> Call a <laughs> yeah, uh, bag of tricks. Uh, I think that's to be discussed. Yeah, we'll discuss that. We'll go over somebody of the Mountain West, maybe. <laughs> like Conference the, USA. The, the, the yeah, there you go. Okay, so uh, once again, uh, remember to check out the game tonight. It's gonna be the Hall of Fame game, and uh, we will talk about that next week, along with some other NFL stories, NBA, MLB and some college as well. Thanks again for joining us on OOBG Radio. You've been listening to OOBG Radio, the leading destination for the best sports and betting analysis podcast. Check in each week for more on sports news and forecasting. Don't forget to check us out on your favorite social media website and on OOBG.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.